Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Look out, it's only films to be buried with. Hello and welcome to Films To Be Buried With. My name is Brett Goldstein. I'm a comedian, an actor, a writer, a director, a paddleball, and I love films. As George Eliot once said, adventure is not outside, man, it is within. But try telling that to Indiana Jones, the bloody rascal. Am I right, ladies? Interesting words from George Eliot there. Every week I invite a special guest over, I tell them they've died, then I get them to discuss their life through the films that meant the most to them. Previous guests include Jamila Jamil, Ed Gamble and Mark Kermode, but this week... My special guest is American superstar, actor and comedian, Kate Berlant. Announcement! On December 19th at the BFI in London, I will be doing a special live podcast with Nish Kumar, where we'll be breaking down the decade in film, discussing the films of the last 10 years that made us cry the most and the films that gave us the troublingest boners. Come along, bring your own answers, have some eggnog, get drunk. We might even do a Muppet sing-along at the end of it. Do not miss this one. It's going to be crackers! Tickets available at the BFI website. Also, if you enjoy the show and you want to support it and get more content, head over to patreon.com forward slash Brett Goldstein for extra guest questions for nearly all the episodes, some videos, guest list tickets, recommendations, all sorts of stuff. There's 10 minutes extra with Kate this week and you don't want to miss it. Give it a look over at patreon.com forward slash Brett Goldstein. One more announcement, because it's Christmas. Go to podcastmerch.co.uk forward slash films to be buried with, and you can, like my own mum, get your own troubling boner, worrying wide on hoodie, cap, baby bib, or t-shirt. Have a look at podcastmerch.co.uk films to be buried with. So, that's it. That's all the announcements. Here we go. I'd never met Kate Berlant before, but I was a big fan of hers from her work with John Early and from popping up in various films I love. She was doing her show at Soho Theatre, which I saw the day after recording this, and it was incredible. I met her in a basement in Soho Theatre. We only had an hour to get the whole thing, but she was effing great, and I loved meeting her. And if you ever get to see her live, you must. She's phenomenal and a very good actor. So that is it for now. I very much hope you enjoy episode 70 of Films to be Buried With. And welcome to Pills to be Buried With. It is I, (laughs) Brett Goldstein, and I'm joined today by a comedian Mm. and improviser, a character comedian, a stand-up, a psychic, an actor, a superstar, a genius, (gasps) and a friend. Friend. Please welcome to the show, Kate Belland. What a treat. Thank, Thank you. you for doing this. Thank you for having me. Kate and I have never met. We are recording this in a 
really grim I know, this dressing is, room. Yeah, devastating. Uh, perhaps I shouldn't say that because we need to give a thank you for the space. <laughs> I don't know. We're recording in an incredibly authentic dressing room yeah. on Dean Street. On Dean Street. In Soho. And if you can hear the sound of uh, what sounds like urinating, there's a man behind us who will be urinating through that the next hour and drip. so. It's Dante. Yeah. Okay, that's the Dante. Don- is it purgatory? Yeah. yeah. The inferno? No, it's purgatory. Are you smart than me? Where the drip is. Yeah, I think so. Now you're here at the Soho Theatre. Theatre. Doing your show. Theatre. Doing my theatre. Doing my doing show. Your... Doing my stand-up comedy this week here in London. Now I'm seeing it tonight. <laughs> is it improvised? It's a combination. I don't know what the exact percentages are but yeah. it's um you know it's a combination of things that i of course repeat and then i try to i try to make things up and be in the moment and How, like is your is your different. is your best show like an hour that is all improvised is it that's like my favorite show yeah or so, my favorite show would be one that's mostly loose does it basically depend on the audience i think it depends your, more on me yeah and my like mood yeah and if i feel sharp because you know, jet lag. Yeah. Look at me. I'm over here. Look at my eyes. I mean, yeah. listener, if you could see me right Listen now. To bloodshot eyes. eyes. Barely got sleep last night. And I like nine hours. I'm right. a deep sleeper. Right. Ten. Yeah, I mean, of course, the crowd is is so, is a huge part of it. But I, I blame myself. It's more me. So if, like, worst case, you go on stage, you're not feeling it. You just bang out a set. You've got a set. Kind of. Actually, not as much as I would like. I, I eternally am like... Would it kill you to write just a solid half hour? I'm because ca- then I truly am yeah. like there are moments of true panic where I have to just like okay I guess I have to just cross my eyes and like hope they don't notice that I have nothing to say. And how often does it come like you've improvised a bit and then that becomes that's set. that's how it all that's really that's how, how I write. Okay, like I everything I repeat ninety five percent of the time came out of something that was initially an uh, improvisation. I'm excited to see this. Um, you're also Next a movie year. star. Yeah, huge movie star. Uh, I loved you in Sorry to Bother You. Oh, thank you. What a film. Very fun. What a mad film. I loved it. Truly mad, yeah. Do you want to make more movies? Dear God, yes. If anyone's listening. If anyone Put is listening. Put me in. Yeah. yeah. Movies. Movies are the dream. Come right. on. Uh, and the last thing I want to know, and then we'll finish, mm-hmm. is uh, you're working with Phoebe Walsh. Right Too personal. Kidding. Yes. Phoebe is Phoebe Walsh was kind enough to do a set in front of my set because I have a theory that almost no one is interesting for a full hour. I a hundred percent. I do fifty minutes. To me, fifty minutes is like there you go. Yep. But then an hour, and then sometimes it's like okay, well, sure, like yeah, you can do it, but no one wants it. I've never been mad at a show finishing it under an hour. Get out of there! I think. I heard somewhere that like Zach Galifianakis only ever does a half an hour. Really? And I was so liberating. I was like, yeah, yeah. like it's it's a lot. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I could I also say things and immediately disagree with myself. I'm like, no, no, an hour. That's the form, and we have to respect that. <laughs> and that's what the standard is. But um, yes, Phoebe's doing is she's doing ten. Doing that's a wonderful, the perfect amount. Yeah, doing a wonderful ten. Yeah, I come out. It's cozy. You're in. You're out. I love it. Okay, I forgot to tell you something. What? Oh my god! God, it's really bad that I didn't tell you. <laughs> I got scared. I thought you were gonna be like, "We're not recording." I no. was like, "I was like, that's fine." I think we are recording. Yeah. I forgot to tell you, and I should have told you when when we first met. 
it's pretty, it's quite bad, I haven't told you actually. Fuck. I just, I don't know, I, I guess I've just got to say it. I'll, just get, I'll get it out and then we'll, we'll deal with whatever the effects The aftermath. Uh, yeah, but, uh, fuck. I'll just say it. You've died, you've died. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I heard. Yeah. Who told you? Just heard. Right, right. Just around. Well, it spread pretty fast. Yeah. You're already trending. Uh, how did you die? Well, it's funny because I recently was talking about how I want to die in my mother's arms. Okay. True codependency. Um, how does your mother feel about this? But I don't want to put her through that. So what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to be... <laughs> I want to be... I, I think the best way to die... Mm. You're elderly. You're still sharp as a tack. Right. No, no mental faculties gone. Yeah. Knees are a bit weak, but you're fine. And you're on the beach... Yeah. And you're looking at the sunset, and a coconut falls from a tree, hits yeah. you on the head, and kills you instantly. Fucking hell, that is a great way to go. Yeah. That's a big-ass coconut, but I don't mind I it. don't think it has to be that big. Really? They're so dense, and mm. if it falls from Does a tree... Does it crack open, and, no. and it's fresh? No. No, it just stays solid. It's just complete... Yeah, right in the right spot. Does your mum take that and keep it? She's been dead for a long time at this point. Why not a murder-suicide with your mom if you... I've considered it. Hmm. Has she? I think... Uh, no, I haven't told her yet. Are you an only child? Yep. Okay. You can... Clearly. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I just... I feel... Yeah, when you want to die in your mother's arms, it yes. means that that's you're a, only child. That's a clue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I... I, I, th- I, I, I almost would prefer the murder-suicide with your mom because I worry about... Her dying and you being left, or you dying and her being left. I think you well, I've also said I'll kill myself when she dies. Oh, okay. But the good news is she has this rare genetic disorder where she's never going to die. Right. So. Okay, so that's cool. Yeah. So we'll deal with her when the coconut hits yeah. you. Okay. Well, I think it's a lovely way to die. Do you worry about death? Yep. Okay. Every day. Yeah. Middle of the night. Do you wake up? Oh yeah, I'm super death. <laughs> super death obsessed. Yeah. Not so much myself, but the people I love. I'm like, well, I call you, you don't pick up. I'm like, well, you're dead. Yeah. Always? Like this or more recent? Oh, always. Yeah. I'm also, I always am kind of sure that I'm going to find dead. I have an ongoing image. Every time I go into a public restroom and I open the stall, I flash a dead person on the toilet. Wow. Yeah. How'd they die? Just, who knows? Probably aneurysm. Yeah. That's interesting. I've never yeah. heard that before. I always open it. I'm like, oh, oh. It's always a nice surprise. Do you think there's a afterlife? Nope. Nothing. Well, you know, I think we live on and people we love. Yeah. No, I think you're probably still around. In, in in what capacity? You know, just haunting. I believe in a haunting. I'd um, like a bit of a haunt. Oh, yeah. I'll be haunting. Yeah. Yeah. Any Any particular people? Just more, I think I'm more of a of a location hunter. I don't think I'll attach to people. I think I'll attach to locations. Have you picked a spot? Not yet. I'm excited, though. You could be in toilet stalls to surprise people looking for bodies. I know. Yeah, I don't see myself fully, um, just enough of a narcissist, I don't see myself ever fully leaving the, the physical realm. I don't see it either. Yeah. Also, if your mom's going to live forever, you've got to hang out with her. Yeah, of course. As a ghost. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll have good news. Mm-hmm. There is an afterlife. You're absolutely right. Oh. And it's great, actually. Yeah. It's great. Your mum can visit. Yeah. Even though she's still alive, she can yeah. visit. 
uh, mostly like, it's great, everyone's happy, all your favourite things are there, your favourite food is there. What's your favourite What's your favourite food? You know, spaghetti and yeah. meatballs. It's, a, it's everywhere, every meal. Yeah. <laughs> in a way, it doesn't get annoying. Yeah. But in this heaven, everyone's obsessed with movies. Problem? No. Sounds like Los Angeles, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what you're describing is Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and all they want to know about your life, but only through the films, mm-hmm. weirdly, which is odd, but they're quite specific in their conversation. And the first thing they want to know is, what is the first <gasps> film that you remember seeing? So I think I really do know the answer to this, which is Bambi. Fuck. And Okay. You've got an obsession with your mum dying, and the first film you saw was Bambi. God, you're good. Years of therapy. Useless. Same. Well, here's actually... Now you're really going to yeah. be shocked. So, I do remember Bambi. And I've also heard this story about myself so often that I'm like, well, is this my true memory or am I just remembering the story? You mm-hmm, know how it goes? Mm-hmm. But my mom tells me that I would watch Bambi a lot. And then one night, I was really young, like just starting to speak in full sentences. And I sat up in bed. And my mom was like, well, what's going on? And I said, whatever happened to Bambi's mommy? Oh, fuck me. This is really helpful for me. This is a true yeah. origin. This is a root trauma that I've covered. How old were you So you've been watching Something it like, like as that. a toddler, like on the, yeah, t- just on like the TV? Yeah, watching it, yeah. And then I was like, wait a minute, what? What happened to What Bambi? was that shot in the woods? Where'd you go? What did your mum say? Well, did I tell think the truth? I, I, I don't know. I gotta ask. I'd like to know if she lied. I don't think she would have. distracted you. I think she probably was like, she was murdered. And then I was like... <laughs> Okay, and then that set me on my path. Right, and here's some podcasts to yeah. do some background reading on murder. Fuck. Wow. Yeah, I think it's Bambi. Right. Although I do also have early memories of Fantasia. Okay, slightly less traumatic. Yeah, but Bambi was... <sighs> Bambi was right there. My friend, uh, Roisin Connerty, you might know her, amazing comedian, mm. has done this show. She talks about Bambi on it. She said a thing that saved me a lot, which is a lot of people say it's good... Uh, you know, films like Bambi are good for kids because they teach them about death. And she said when her dad died, she did not think, oh, I'm glad I saw Bambi. It really prepared me for I this. I know. So, yeah, as if. Yeah, she yeah. was like, it just gave me more trauma. Like, Bambi was trauma and my dad died with trauma. I don't think it helped Yeah. less than any of it. Totally. Fucking Disney. That's perverts. It. Right. Absolutely perverse. So, But did it make you like movies? I guess, yeah. I mean, I did watch a lot of movies. Always. Are you doing what you always wanted to do? Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, want more. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I'm toiling down here in the basement. Um, in purgatory. Uh, what is the film that made you cry the most? It's not Bambi. It's not Bambi. No, it's not Bambi. Um, oh, I know. Okay. It's Dancer in the Dark. Fucking hell. When I saw Dancer in the Dark, mm. I wish I knew how old I was. I think I was like 16. Right. I wouldn't go to school the next day. Wow. I was so... I was sobbing... And then I just, I remember I was like, not going, not fucking going, man. And being the only child I am, my mom was like, of course not. <laughs> and art moves you to that point. You have to relish in it. Enjoy. I love your mom. What does your mom do? She's, she is, she's exceptional. She's, um, well, she used to do performance art in the 70s. No shit. She always wanted to be an actress, but never fully pursued it. Right. She did set design. Actually, here's a little movie. Here's a little movie brand yeah, yeah. trivia. My mom did set design, and one of the perhaps 
the most iconic thing she ever built was the Stonehenge and Spinal Tap. Shut up. She herself she built Stonehenge. That's Isn't that sweet? This is perfect. A little movie, little movie trivia. That's huge. Yeah. Can you give me an example of one of her performance arts? She, well, she worked very specifically with this French guy named Guy de Quinte, who's mm-hmm. like a Dadaist, made these really funny, strange plays. Yeah. And so she was, I mean, not to use this word, it's so loaded, but she was a bit of a muse for him. Wow. Um, okay. He was gay, so it was a, it's a positive muse right. relationship. Um, and yeah, she was one of three women who, I mean, there was more than the three of them, but she and these two other women, like, were in a lot of his performances. And, and then in the, in the last, actually the last, like, ten years, there's been a bit of a resurgence of interest in his work. She performed at the Tate a few years oh, ago. Wow. And, um, the Tate Modern right here in London, folks. <laughs> and, uh. That's so cool. Yeah. So she, but she's a natural, even though she didn't, like I said, she never really, like realized her dream of, yeah. of acting. She is like such a dramatic performer yeah. personality. Did you grow up in Los Angeles? Yes. Right. Does she love you doing all the stuff you're doing? Yes. She she don't get jealous. Probably, of course. Mm. I can, at night she creeps over my bed. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Muse being a Muse only went out of fashion like a week ago. Muse? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's been a little bit like, all right, we know what that is. Yeah, it was cool like a week ago, and yeah. I just read an article, I was like, oh, fuck. It's funny, because Muse, I think it's going to come up later in this podcast. Oh, no spoilers. Oh, no spoilers. Edit uh, that out. Again, cut, cut. Cut that. What is the film that scared you the most? Can I see one more crying thing? Yeah, please. Do people do doubles? You can do doubles. Also, please. listener, I rudely haven't even heard a this podcast yet because I just can you believe it can you, and people say oh I didn't have time I truly you know look again look if you could see my eyes the bloodshot jet lag the shows yeah. anyway but I think maybe that's going to lend an interesting energy to mine yeah I think it's, it's true great. I don't like when people have heard it it's yeah too, um, too slick I recently rewatched Brokeback Mountain and I was sobbing and that final scene that, or that final moment is actually like one of my favorite final moments ever I swear Heath Jack? Is his name Jack? Jack, I swear. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Brokeback is fucking brilliant. I could cry just now thinking about yeah. it. It's unbelievable. And that's also just something that's so... That line is so... Mm. The truth of like when you're just talking to yourself, but somehow what yeah. he's doing it just conveys like the vastness of the sorrow. It's 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 crazy. Couldn't believe it. It's got it all. And it also does Passing of Time. I love a Passing of Time film. Mm. So much time passes yeah. to Brokeback Man in. Starts like slow, and then suddenly we're whoa. And what, what happened? We're five years. What's yeah. happened? Ten years. What year is this? Anyway, Never. I just wanted to honorable mention that one. It's huge for really recently taking it out of forgot. Me. It actually sort of forgotten because it became a, a hack punchline. Yeah, broke my mountains in at com- all comedy clubs. Yeah, oh shame monsters. Really good film. Beautiful. Love oh, yeah. it. Love it. Well done. Love it. Good shout. What's the film that scared you the most? So the most fear I have felt in a movie theater yeah. is the movie The Descent. Fucking great. <laughs> I, I sat there. One of the great horror experiences Scary. in my life in the cinema with that. Scary. I think that I just remember, and I haven't seen it in a million years, yeah. but I remember being truly scared. Yeah. And the monsters are so good. I think because they're, 
they're people, right? I mean, the monsters aren't CGI. The monsters are... Yeah. They're doing something people. with, like, prosthetics that mm-hmm. it's a human, but in this crazy makeup, so they're able to use the, like... I just their mouths are open. You can see their. It's like just so the claustrophobia. Those yeah. shots. I mean, I don't, probably came out like ten years ago, yeah. but it's still like I can viscerally remember just the 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 claustrophobia. Those little cave, yeah. like tributaries. I don't know what they're called. That can't I love be that. it. Um, with the dust of the. Yeah. Oh God. Fucking great. Scary. Film. Only works in the cinema. Only works yeah. in the cinema. Do you know this about it? I'm sure I've said this on this. Maybe mm. not. Cut People it talk about the descent. Not for <laughs> a long, long time. Okay. Good. You're fine. <laughs> but is that he shot it with no fake light? So the only lighting, if they have oh, a flame, that's just the light. So in the cinema, when it's completely dark, the flame is just on the right hand side. I mean, the whole screen is black, so you don't know what the fuck's there. And that's why it's so that's cool. good. But when you watch it at home with light... Right, it's ruined, of forget course. It. Well, that's why Shit. death of cinema. It's over. Shit. Get furious about it. Yeah, The Descent. Paranormal right. Activity also really scared me. Love that. Really scared me. And, like, still... Like, for a while, I was like, don't think about it. Because mm-hmm. I'm very easily scared. Do you like scary films? <clears throat> I love them. Yeah. But I'm easily scared, not necessarily by scary films but by just reality like it's easy for me to be like someone's there you know or yeah, yeah. and so paranormal activity i had to force myself to not think about it because yeah. like the that time lapse oh, that moment of the, the time lapse of her standing by the bed yeah that's it's the brilliant bit. it's so scary and it costs like thirty thousand yeah. dollars or something Such it was film. like made for nothing and oh, the idea it. that you're not the, the reason paranormal activity what that does is go oh imagine you're not safe with the person sleeping in your bed you ever thought about that? Good night. Oh, God. Clever. I need a rewatch. Good film. <laughs> You're making me... Re- I, I need a rewatch. Yeah, you do. And the second one's, like, so bad, right? Or something. I just remember being like, I oh, stand no, by the- they're I- doing the thing. But at the end, isn't he's like... <laughs> he, like, runs yeah. towards the camera, which is like, come on. Yeah. We had something special, and then you had to go... I don't hate the franchise. It's not my worst. Yeah. I, I stuck with it. Maybe it's the third... I don't know. The first one, for me... Yeah, you can make one. some duds because you've got that first one there. That one's in the pocket. Yeah, uh, great. What is the film that is meant to be bad? Critically, not acclaimed. Most people hate it, but you're like, come on, guys. See, this is so this annoying because now best. am I becoming the person who's doing two? You gotta do one, right? That's you do two, and then we pick okay. one. Magic Mike two. Magic Mike XXL. I saw three times in theaters, okay. and I want to say I want to back up and say, you know, the third time I was with my friend John Early. We were in, I Huge think, fan. Vancouver or something, mm-hmm. Time to Kill. He had never seen it, and I was like, I can do this Let's again. go. And at one point, I turned to him, and he was crying. <laughs> and I have to say, that movie, I just love it, and I will fight anyone who scoffs. I think it's, like, truly <laughs> the joy of it, the true sex positive, positivity of it. Mm-hmm. There's, like, z- there's zero gay panic in it. Right. It's, like... It's a beautiful thing. And I love well-filmed dance. Let me tell you. That'll take me there. Fair enough. And there are some unbelievable dance sequences. Channing Tatum is electric. Mm-hmm. Love it. I held my hands up and I've never seen it. Joy. Oh, you but have to I watch it. see it. It's like actually about like female pleasure in a way that's like truly radical. 
Here's my question, because uh, friends of mine went to see Magic Mike live last night. As did I, hon. Oh, here? Yeah, it's here. Well, Was it amazing? I took one John early to see it uh, in Las Vegas for his 30th birthday. Did he cry? No, we were actually kind of... It was um, very fun, mm-hmm. but there was kind of... It's definitely for straight women in this way that is disappointing because it's like there are obviously gay men in the audience and yeah. the the guys are kind of... Surpa- they're kind of not wanting to engage with the men, which uh, sucks. Really? It was like, come on. Yeah. And so that was disappointing, but they it was truly fun. The dancing was... They tried to inject some comedy into the live show, which fails miserably and really right. ruins the experience like just be sexy please yeah, like yeah. we don't need there to be like <laughs> like there's a nightmarish element but i completely convinced myself some of the strippers were in love with me like they, right. it, they it worked that well where i was like john i was like that one keeps staring he was like that's his job like he's trying yeah. to make it seem like you're flirting i was like yeah but like there's something i have something to, like look around you take them like as no, there's no. no actual real. You, there's no true cash, right? Because it's like it must be some legal. Like they give okay. you fake Las Vegas money to throw at them, which sucked. I didn't. I didn't play that game. Yeah. But um, it was amazing to the point that I was like, I think I need to start going to strip clubs, like yeah. male strip clubs. But then I quickly was like, no. Here's my question for you. I'm curious about, and and I hope you can answer it. Is that this is like in the in the world of like sort of hack comedy? It used to be. I'd say not that long ago, 10, 15 mm. years ago, it was like, women stripping is sexy, men stripping is funny. Yeah. And we women don't like it, it's just funny. Like yeah. when it happens at a bachelorette party, it's funny yeah. and we laugh at it. Yeah. And then there was this shift now to what you're talking about, which is female pleasure and it actually being sexy. Yeah. And for the record, I think it's great. But I'm curious, do you know what happened how this shift happened, or was it just... No, I guess I haven't happening? sensed the shift. You mean, like, I mean... Like, as in, I guess, I think Magic Mike probably was actually a genuine it. part of it. Is that it was the... F- well, for certainly in, like, big mainstream culture that there was this thing, which is men stripping is sexy and great in a yeah. way that it used to be funny. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think it's probably just maybe a little bit less overt homophobia i think it's right. it's pure homophobia yeah it's purely is what would make it like men doing that is inherently a joke because right. it's like a feminized position and it's like gross and it's funny and it's a joke right but now not that there isn't so rampant homophobia around each corner now it's you know the culture has shifted so yeah. we're able to i, I also think it. it's part of the like 50 shades of gray phenomenon yeah of women being allowed to, in mainstream public culture, say, and, yeah. like, feeling sexy and having yeah. sex stuff and having yeah. sex thoughts, maybe. Didn't yeah, they? totally. Interesting. Great answer. Culture. What? Love that movie. Go watch it. Go watch it and tell me you're not thrilled. Great soundtrack. Oh, I just want to talk about that movie Is it got a story? Not that I'd need one. Is it just Oh, dances? yeah. No, it has a super kind of simple... We're going to the stripping. Um, Is it like let's put? On I saw the it three show times. Here. I can't tell you. I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's it's not about that. Uh, we're going to the stripping market. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is there Great. a competition? They have to win or something? Yeah. Don't tell me. Oh my it. god! Watch it. Okay. The first one's directed by goddamn Soderbergh. Yeah, yeah, Soderbergh. And I actually just last week or recently. <laughs> 
was like, I need to see that scene. Is it, oh, or is that this, is it in the second one? Well, you won't know. Mm. But um, there's a scene where he flips upside down on a chair and lowers himself. Is, is that, that what you're thinking what's of? What's the scene where Channing Tatum is in his workshop and then Pony the comes on? No, it has to be the second one because it's, okay. it's a play on the fact that the first one, yeah, just see the second one. Okay. okay do folks. I not need to see the first one? Definitely not. Up. You do not need to see the first one to enjoy the second one. Do you hate the first one? Sounds like you're definitely not. not the first one, but the first one is just not as good. Okay, the second plot. one's leaning in to like what yeah. it truly is. Okay, the first one's a little bit too concerned with being a film. Interesting. I think Channing is incredible. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that made me think of Foxcatcher, which is one of my favorite movies. Honestly, is it? I love Foxcatcher. Yeah. Sorry, I went off. I went off course here. Pretty- I was just thinking. I was like. Channing is a god. Why do I feel that way? It's not just about, you know, him being, like, sexy. I'm like, oh, because he's in Fox Catcher and he's incredible in that. What is the film you used to love? Oh, you loved it. You loved it so much. And then you've watched it recently and you've gone, oh, dear. I do not feel the same. It's funny. There's one that I'm even scared to say because this sounds so... I'm making it so much more dramatic than it needs to be, by the way. I'm like, if Noah Baumbach were to hear this, oh, shit. my career. Yeah, yeah, no, that's be, fair. Noah, please put me in something. Yeah. Um, what is it? I really, really loved Margot at the wedding. Yeah. Did you ever see it? Yeah. And now you don't? No, I wouldn't go that far. You know what? Abort. <laughs> I no longer can talk about this film in this way. I just remember. Maybe I only saw part of it. In my in my mind, it was like transcendent. Mm-hmm. I love Nicole Kidman yeah. and Jennifer Jason Leigh. All of them. Jack Black, please. Come on. But then I, I think it's that thing of when you watch something and it takes on these mythic proportions in your mind and then you watch it right. again and you're like, oh. And it's not that it's bad. It's just Actually, I stand by it. It's not that it's bad. But in my mind, it was this thing that right. it just no longer was. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. A movie that I actually did write down for this was... Do you know the film Mutual Appreciation? Yeah, it's... What's his name? This, like, mumble... Like, the father... Maybe I shouldn't say it. People, film buffs might reject this, but, like, the the daddy of mumblecore. Yeah. God damn it. What is his name? Yeah, it was a black and white movie that I saw when I was, like, 19 in New York City. And I was like, this is New York, baby. Oh, okay. And then... And I was like, oh, I want a boyfriend, you know. And so I, and then I, and then I thought it was great, and I like bought the DVD and then just put it on the shelf. And then I don't know, five something years ago, I was like, whatever. And then I watched. It, I was like, this is my nightmare. That's funny. I get it. I just, I just had no. It was no longer charming. Yeah. If anyone involved with the film is listening, I love your work. We mutually appreciate it. Yes. Each other and your work. And I'm scared even now. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe now five years have passed and I'd pick it up and I'd go, oh, of course. Well, they cast you in something that just before you come to set, they're looking over your back stuff. This podcast goes, oh, we'll have a listen, see what she's like. Uh oh. Fired. Fired. Before she gets to set. That's the risky take when you do a podcast, isn't it? I know. You risk it all, we do. Uh, We really appreciate it. Right. What is the film that has the most meaning to you? Not necessarily because the film itself is good, but because of the memory you associate with seeing it. Could have been a first date. Could have yeah. been anything that you'll always remember that film for. What is the film and why? Well, my parents know. had two VHS tapes. And they were Lawrence of Arabia Pretty and The Last Emperor. 
Wow, fuck me. And because those were just there, yeah. I watched them a lot. But The Last Emperor, mm-hmm. maybe that's my like first... No, that wasn't before Bambi, please. But I, I watched a lot of The Last Emperor. Yeah. And it would, like, make me horny. <laughs> or there's, like, one scene... <laughs> By the way, I haven't seen it since I was a child. It is about a child, though, right? Yeah. A child. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. But there was something... You were the same age at the time. What was There was some about? scene that I'm sure is haunting of, mm-hmm. like, him being presented with, like, a child bride or something. And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, baby. Like, something. And I just remember... And then there's, like, a scene... The image I have is of a corpse, and they put, like, a marble in the corpse's mouth. Mm-hmm. And there's... Which, of course, just drove me wild. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just remember, I'm like... I equate that movie with, like, sex or something. Or just, like, my, like, burgeoning, like... What, this was your first, like, sexuality. Sex is... Uh, sex is sex is something or something just like i watched that movie and i think it's just it's not even maybe the imagery in the film it just was like, what was happening in me or just like yeah. watching bodies and being like uh-oh yeah yeah i'm sure it's it's a very sensual film right of course right sensual. oh my god and the fabric fine. and the, yeah. the skin of yeah and he so. made that last tango in paris dirty bastard i know dirty bastard yeah, of course so highbrow Five years old, watching The Last Emperor. I love that. Going from family, jacking yeah. off, waking up in the middle of the night. Why is The Last Emperor yeah. got a marble in it now? I know. Mommy. <laughs> uh, Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Uh, here we go. I mean, I don't know if you've already answered this, but was the film that you <laughs> thought was sexiest that perhaps didn't involve a child? Well, it's also one of my favorite movies, Fish Tank. Great. 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 Andrea Arnold is one of my favorite directors. Yes, please. And I think, and then I was thinking, and I was like, God damn... American Honey had some of the best sex I've ever seen mm. on She's film. She's good at sex. She really is good at it. Yeah. People don't know what the hell they're doing. What do you think the secret is? Can you hear the anger in my yeah, voice? Yeah, you're so angry about sex. I didn't film. know this about myself. <laughs> What's the, uh, what do you think the secret is? Couldn't tell you. Mm. Not my job. Yeah. I don't know. I leave it to the pros. I don't know. But, well, in American Honey, I think they like were actually fucking. Yeah. Like, they had to have been. 
Um, you heard it here first. But um, I love to just also declare things as facts. <laughs> we just met, but habitually I do yeah, do yeah. that. Okay. Um, they were having actual sex, and that's yeah. why it was. But um, you know, it's her goddamn photography, their camera. It's mm-hmm. like so close, and that I, I don't know what it is. I can't. I'll just butcher whatever it is. But yeah, fish tank is crazy hot. Is it the sort of roughness of it that it feels? It feels real because it fe- it probably is slightly improvised and. Whereas yes. you're used to seeing in Hollywood kind of very choreographed. Exactly. It's that. And it also doesn't have that, like, look at these movie stars having sex, yeah. which is so embarrassing and boring. You're yeah. like, oh, two incredibly hot people who, like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's sexless. Like, movie stars are eunuchs, kind of. Like, truly, like, mm-hmm. glossed over. Like, there's something so anti-sexual about, for me, of, like, the, like devastatingly handsome or like beautiful yeah. movie star You're like uh-huh i'm asleep i want someone from the street i want someone from the street or the last emperor yeah yeah <laughs> like, middle of oh. the right film star yeah that's fascinating it just doesn't do it for me never can't think of a movie star you'd like to have sex with well of course all of them but it's like but you know it just doesn't i don't know it's something embarrassing and boring about someone who's also this thing really embarrassing about the perfected body. Yeah. Like, um, when people have devoted their lives to perfecting their body, it's like not hot, Like like, like true, like, yeah, yeah. like a movie star, mm-hmm. something about it. It's like, I will say this. I watched hustlers the other day. Have you seen it? One of my dear friends wrote and directed it. I fucking loved it. Great. Loved it. One of the films yes, of the year. Totally. J-Lo. I know. Can you I mean, believe I, it? I can't believe Aside it. Aside for J-Lo. Okay. 50 years old. But I'll say this. I mean, I haven't stopped thinking about yeah. her. Yeah. I wish I was married to her and I love her and I, I want to marry her. Of course. Correct. But the only thing that is, is making me like try and get over it, because I'm not sure I can get over the fact that I'm not married to her, is saying to myself, well, for her to look like that at 50, most of her day must be cleansing. Yeah. <laughs> washing her head. <laughs> And working out all day. Bathing in milk. Bathing in all milk. All day. What we're probably not doing in that time is having a laugh. Yeah. No, I that. think you're right. I think you, it's the tragedy. I think we're probably spending half an hour together where she's eating a couple of leaves and a protein shake. Then she has to get back in the bath. Yeah, that's the thing. There's like absence of life yeah. in, in bodies like that. And that's fact. You're just like, no. Exhausting. But I'd still... That being said, All love, that being said, great bodies, love it. But, yeah. but it's a very um, interesting take that. Yeah. Well, there's like that scene in The Specialist. Do you remember The Specialist? Sylvester Stallone yeah. and Sharon Stone. There's a sex scene in I the shower. I should have also prefaced by saying so many films I haven't seen. It's not like you've missed the classic. I know I'm not the first to say that, yeah. The classic The Specialist. The classic yeah. The Specialist. Yes. You know, everyone talks about yeah, The yeah. Specialist. <laughs> no, of course, I know, yeah. Uh, and had James Woods and it was like an action it was when Sharon Stone was a star Mm. first a star sorry and uh, there's like a scene of the two of them in the shower and like he looks insane yeah and she looks sort of insane yeah you're right it's a very sexless sex scene where you're like what are these chunks of chiselled wood yeah sort of bumping it's not hot into each other to to a sax it's so sterile Mm. you can feel the nudity writer 
Yeah. You can like feel the like lawyers being like, careful. That's it, isn't it? Yeah. Don't look now. You seen it? Yeah. Best sex scene of all time? Probably. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> no rider on that? No. No, but it's true that, like, something that just doesn't feel... You want it to feel real is what you're after. Yeah. <laughs> Call me crazy. Yeah. And then I'm talking about Magic Mike, the most, like, hyper <laughs> yeah. camp thing. Yeah. But there's joy in that. Yeah, I get that. There's a palpable joy. Porn? Not for you? Unfortunately, yes. But it's... But it's it's a nightmare. Yeah, porn is a real nightmare for you because it's real and also and, incredibly fake. Yeah. But also real. Yeah. You're in a real... That's why I have to watch the, like, these two people found yeah. each other in an alley. Yeah. <laughs> I once subscribed. I'm, like, one of the four people on Earth who subscribed to a porn site. Which one? It was this... It's so embarrassing because it was, like, highbrow. I'm like, ugh. Pathetic. What was it? I was in New York. I was young. I was dumb. I like mutual appreciation. It was this porn thing where it was like real couples, and um, <laughs> so you didn't feel like somebody was being murdered after yeah, they had yeah, sex. Yeah. Like it didn't have just like the pure brutality on the surface of so yeah. much porn. So it was like real people, and it was like I mean that was the hook. It was like real couples who like actually like each other and aren't scared for their safety and um (laughs) i paid i mean it wasn't anything crazy but yeah and then but then the yeah but then the subscription ran out i was like i'm not re-upping this i mean please god help me yeah oh man i only subscribe to (laughs) (laughs) scaredforsafety.com fucking hell that's bleak oh god yeah I mean, I, I I get it. It's horrible. It's bad. Horrible business. It's bad, but it works. Yeah, that's the job. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, here we go. Subcategory. Some people I'm nervous to ask this question of. I'm not. I'm not nervous to ask you this. Yeah. Well, is that good? No, because I recently... Well, I'll let you ask it. But I guess listening to what we've said so far... Oh, it's okay the natural progression, yeah. yeah. The subcategory is... Troubling boners, worrying why does. <laughs> so funny. And given yeah. that you've already talked about fancying a child, marbles in the mouth, <laughs> and uh, and a sex attraction between a teenager and an older man, what is a film that you've had sex with and you thought, I probably shouldn't? What's so, left? I very recently uncovered this image yeah. in the Adams family, whichever one it is, where Fester... Where Joan Cusack, the brilliant, the great Absolutely one. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely fabulous. Classic. The dynamic between Fester and... What's her name? Joan Cusack. But what's her oh. name in the movie? Um, nanny? Don't they call her Nanny or have I made that up? So she married... He's this disgusting mm-hmm. demon psycho person. Mm-hmm. She's hot as hell. And by the way, I look back, I'm like, she's so hot in it. And yeah, really hot. She decides to marry him for his money. And it's like this... He's like so disgusting. He's like, please. And her something about that. When I was like younger and watching it, I was always like, mm, something here for me. And I don't know what I don't know what made me think of it recently, but something about like him being like so disgusting. Yeah. Loved it. You like people in alleys. Yeah, I like, like real sex. like. Oh God. You like real 
dirty yeah. alley sex yeah. with Uncle Festa. Just this, like, yeah, something about it is like, yeah, I guess it's, I mean, it's not exactly taboo, but it was just something mm. about them, like, because it's like the specter is like them having sex. And, yeah. like, and her kind of like withholding it and being like, ugh. But obviously, you know, like, she is fucking him because they got married. And in your, and, your like, fantasy projection of it, you're her honing off on a disgusting man. No, I'm just purely just voyeur. voyeur. Voyeur till death. Interesting. Yeah, so them. They're that dynamic. I was like, <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> um, Love that. Yeah. Uh, Adam's family, one of the greats. Adam's Love. family values, one of the greats. Oh, my Not God. Not talked about so, enough. So sexy. Angelica Houston. When I was little, I wanted to marry Wednesday. She was my dream. Of course. Girl. She was my last emperor. People still want mm-hmm. to marry Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Such a cool name, anyway. Great name. So funny. Just great. Every line in that. Oh, they don't make them anymore. They don't make them. I don't. I, I would take it even further. It's not they don't make them like they used to. It's they don't make them. Fucking right. When's the last? I mean, they are literally about to release a new Adams Family. But <laughs> <laughs> having said that, yeah. It's animated. Yeah. And I, so that doesn't count. Yeah. I'm anti-animation. Did you hear? No. I think. Well, I mean, that's a little... I'm getting a little cocky now. I'm also yeah. hungry, so I'm like the hunger oh, starting shit. to... I'm fine. Okay. I just mean that I get a little... The, Let's get you The food. filter really... Okay. No, the filter comes off. But oh, yeah, animated shit. films for me, I just... Something about them, I... I um, All animated. Computer, and, hand drawn. And I don't mean what I say. I should preface everything I ever yeah. say with that. Mm-hmm. But um, it is really hard for me to get into an animated movie. And even as a kid cartoons I didn't really like. Like, I remember my favorite cartoon was just when it was just really natural people. Right. I was like, okay, well, this is kind of like a movie. But as soon as it was like a talking bear, I was like, it's, I was like, come on. You fucking like reality. I know. This is actually really like, you but, like but I don't know, but I don't exactly relate to that. Right. Is it also because you had to sit through Bambi and you're like, I'm not hanging out with animals anymore. They're yeah, I know what happens. Yeah, I don't know. I just remember, like, my favorite, during, like, when, like, Looney Tunes would come on. Yeah. I was always, there was just one segment that was, like, a joke about a husband and a wife. And it was just, like, yeah, hypernaturalism of, like, this woman, like, doing all these errands all day. And then, and then like, she's like, I'm going shopping and I'm going here. And I loved it. And yeah. then the end, I think, like, there's a punchline that isn't even a punchline. And it's, like, the husband's back from work and, like, he doesn't care, doesn't see all the labor she was doing. Wow, this is interesting that I, uh clung on to this and then she like hits him over the head with her rolling pin mm-hmm. and that was my favorite cartoon and then fucking Daffy Duck would come in yeah, and you'd go like, get off the screen kid stuff yeah I love people yeah but I mean of course there'd be oh I'm on a Nokia well you know I can, no I like that but you were an old child yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and now I'm a young adult get it I get yeah. it yeah if I were to suggest a question, yeah. it would be what... Because I always... Go on. <laughs> can you believe the boldness? <laughs> Openly rude. Here's a note for yeah. you, doll. <laughs> um, but I'm always interested in what people pretend to like. Oh, that's a great one. Like, what movie have you lied about loving? I'm going to add that. Oh, my God. To add... Can you believe it? Can you believe it? It's never heard it. Just turned it's up. It's a new subcategory. Add. What film are like, you Like, fake laughing or being like... It floored me. Genuinely written it down. We'll see. Right. 
be, it'd be an honor to be incorporated. Yeah, and I'll have to mention it every fucking time I say it. Because I remember I went to see Napoleon Dynamite opening weekend yes. in a theater yeah. with like a couple boys who I was like, kiss me or I'll kill myself. Right. And then a girl who was really cool. <laughs> and the crowd was losing their mind and I was performing mm. crowd. I'm crying. I'm crying, you guys. It's like a visceral memory is turning to them being like, no. No! And inside, nothing. (laughs) So much so that I kind of convinced myself, like, love it. It's my favorite film, The Running Dynamite. Did nothing for me. Me too. I'm like, what else have I pretended to love? All of it. No, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway. Great. All right. Uh, What's the film you most relate to? This was hard. Yeah. It's kind of a devastating one. All right. So I'm like, none of them. No, I mean, like, when I think of, like, yeah. The word that you see yourself in. The one I that did so. that for me profoundly as a kid was Rushmore. Okay. Rushmore, I felt, but it's, I don't know if I actually, I just wanted to be him. Like, right. I was I was like, that's me, and I, it's kind of like an embarrassing kind of like, maybe, although that movie is so great, and I love mm. it, and it really holds up. But yeah, that I felt related to him. Were you like that at school? Putting on plays? I did have, yeah, I put on a lot of plays. I I was in a lot of clubs and like start, I was like trying to like start clubs or be like, we need this at the school and things okay. like that. So. Did you know? And I did really kind of like school a lot. Oh, did you? Which he does too, right? I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, he loves, he like always, want, he's obsessed with the Rushmore. Teacher. Yeah. Right? I think he's not into the classes, but he's into the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, it's like the whole thing. He's like totally. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just in love with Olivia Williams. Who can blame him? Oh my God, I know. So sweet. That movie, I love it. Did you know that your that it was unusual your mum being a performance artist, stuff like that, that you were great, or well, I guess not in LA. The maybe. thing is, she didn't. She she had me when she was like later in life. She had me when she was forty, oh, right. so she wasn't working. Okay. So. She, my experience was of her was a, as a stay at home mom. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If that answers it, so it does. No, I was like, I'm the center, honey. Yeah. I'm your job now. Yeah. Yeah. And that continues to be the case. Yeah. I would say, uh, what is the film objectively? Oh my god! That's the greatest film of all time. I reject the question. <laughs> I boldly reject the question. This question, what a nightmare, mm. right? That's why I would never do this podcast. But here you are. Unchen and Lou. Well, of course. Of course it's Shen and Lou. It's, it's that. Uh, it's Ordet. <laughs> Ordet's the one I always go back to. Uh, Christmas or Day. <laughs> got the family mm. Dog Star Man. Mm-hmm. That's a real deep cut. That's, it's Stan deep. Brackage. People come in here with him? Yeah, thank God. I, I'll be honest. I've Impossible had, cinema. I've had one person on here who's actually, like, talked about films like that. Like Gordet? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Stan Brackage. <laughs> when I, that's something for me. When I go back to me trying to, like, make yeah. guys fall in love with me, I'd be like, well, Stan Brackage, of course, and, um, you know, the castrate cinema as castration, for me, is, is huge. <laughs> Dear God, I like uh, would read Stan Brackage and be like, <laughs> yo, know, goof. Um, God bless. 
Dog Star Man's like a four hour film mm. that I watched. Well done. I'm proud of you. How old is that film? I don't know. I think it's from the oh, late 70s, 79. Okay. I, by the way, don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not sure. Is it American? Yeah. Okay. He did, and then I, he did a short film actually called Window Water Baby Moving, and it's a live, it's his his wife giving birth to their child. Wow. And it's like other stuff too. <laughs> wow. But, um, I mean, by the way, his writing is really cool. He's just like a poet. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. But, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, Vertov, Man with the Movie Camera, that's the, objectively the best film. No, I don't know. Help me. I don't know. I don't, what's the fanciest? I mean, it's like, doesn't have to be I fancy. know, I know it doesn't have to be fancy. I mean, the movie that people talk about as being a great film that yeah. I do think is great is like Persona. Like, that's okay. probably a movie for me that's like, great. I still, that's not my answer. Right. It's not my answer. answer. Thank God. But, um, but that's like a, a film. Look, so if it makes you I'm feel not... better, fucking every fucking person who comes in here says The Godfather and it yeah. does my nothing because I'm like, that's not the answer. <laughs> 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 By the way, they're lying. Yeah. Your dad's not going to listen to this, sweetheart. <laughs> the Godfather. The Godfather schmob. Hour and a half at a fucking wedding. If I were going to a wedding, I'd go and watch Margot at the wedding. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what? Yeah, what do people say? They say The Godfather. It's come up it's so more embarrassing. Than, I know, so often. The lies that we continue to tell yep. our children and ourselves. Yeah. It's not the Godfather. What is it? And yes, the Godfather's very good. Well oh, done. Oh, yeah. I watched it on the plane. But it's not um, the greatest. Oh, see, now I just want to talk about... Now I just want to sit here and talk about movies. Oh, finally. Finally she's on board You've with the concept. you got me here. No, because I just remember it because I feel like another... Um, What's well, so funny? Like, the great films. Yeah. The great movies, the academy, the institution, mm-hmm. because there's there there are like those cinematic feats that are like you can't separate them from the history of film, right? And yeah. like the progression of montage and of cinema, and and of, and of all of that. Yeah. And you know, much respect to the pickpockets of the world, sure. And the Ordets and Carl Dreyer. Reed is writing about film. It's it's heavenly. Eisenstein, listen to me, go, okay. Becoming the actual thing I'm mocking, just showing my proficiency. Oh, I've read it. Yeah. This is so funny. And again, this is not my answer, but I recently watched, by the way, On an Airplane, Mm -hmm. Annihilation. That's a great film. I love that movie. Yeah. And of course, that's not the greatest film ever made, but also, who cares? But I'm just thinking of the movie I watched most recently where I was like, God damn, this is good. And Annihilation, and again, watched it in a tiny airplane screen. And I was like... This is helping me deal with death. Wow. That final scene, mm. her down the cave with her, like, the mirror uh, yeah, yeah, person, yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? Thank you. Yeah. Like, are we making movies here? Like, take yeah. me into the hole. Put me in the hole. <laughs> yeah, with my daughter. Let's go so. down there. Rest I don't want to hover on the surface anymore. <laughs> also, phenomenal score. And by the way, yeah. I don't care that the first scene's bad. I <laughs> remember, like, all the lead-up of Natalie mm-hmm. Portman, the Dunn, the, oh, God, my husband, and yeah. we had an affair, and, like, all that stuff. I'm like, I don't care that that isn't great. 
Well, you care about is her dancing with her shadow self. I care about the shadow self. I care about yeah the Bold. the fantasy and like it Bold. really yeah. Anyway, so that's a recent one. Yeah. So I continue to reject the question. Should we say annihilation? That's never really no come persona. Sure. Okay. Fuck you, annihilation. Not you, but you know the Academy. Yeah. yeah. Annihilation is the greatest film ever made. Yeah. No. No. What's yours? People Sing- ask you that. Singing, Singing in, in the rain. rain. Yeah, totally. I go Singing in the Rain or uh, Muppet Christmas Carol or Don't Look Now. Yeah, all great. But you, you know what sense. I recently really loved? What's that? Was Sunset Boulevard. Great. That's a movie that I... It's great. I mean, I hadn't seen it in a long time. and I, It is so funny mm. and amazing. And so fucking dark and mad. That is a fucking... Crazy. You watch that was a, someone's idea. It's fucking mad, Sunset Boulevard. Like in a great. I mean, I mean, Norma Desmond. Norma like Desmond. forever, and also like the about end is film. Insane. Yeah. Ah. And just like that role is so funny. Yeah. And, like, yeah. What she's doing is just amazing, and I love that movie. And go watch it. Let's say Sunset Boulevard. Sure. Okay. What is the mm-hmm. One film you can or have watched the most over and over and over again. This is easy for me. It's Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Ah. That's the movie that I've, yeah, just watched forever. And will continue to watch forever. Great film. It's just a great goddamn comedy. Yeah. Okay. Great. Now, not going to be negative. What's the worst film you ever saw? I never walk out of films. John and Early and I couldn't stand the most recent The Beauty and the Beast remake. Correct. Sat there, I was like, let's go to lunch. Get me out of here. Nightmare. How did they make a film that was animated seem less realistic than the animated version? Totally. The Uncanny Valley. It looked like a pantomime. It and what's her head? Uh, or Emma, Emma Watson. Emma Watson, yeah. Her doing the most bloodless <laughs> like performance of all time is bizarre. <laughs> It's very odd. Yeah. There's nothing... And then... And the thing I thought was most odd about is the fucking cutlery. The CG... I hate CGI, but the design of... It was literally like a fucking pencil drawing on a cup that vaguely moved about. I was like, what? what? I laughed. I fled. Yeah, you didn't miss anything. You, what you did miss is a bit at the end which suggests that they never understood the point of Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Damn, I would have liked to they see added that. Where she says, can you... They're, like, happy. They look normal. And then she goes, maybe you could grow a beard, a big beard or something. Because it isn't about looks, but I did prefer it when you looked like the beast. Fools. Forget it. Fools reign. Now, you're in comedy. Congratulations. Thank you. What's the film that made you laugh the most? Okay, so this is funny because I was told, you know, Waiting for Guffman is... Everyone Mm -hmm. says that, right? Mm -hmm. The most I've ever laughed in a movie theater and had this ecstatic communal laughter yeah. that really I remember is Rat Race. Really? Isn't that The remake hilarious. of Mad World. Is that what it is? With John Cleese. Yes. Yeah, they're all after money. When I saw Rat Race <laughs> in theaters, Amazing. I remember being like, oh my God. God, <laughs> it's like one of my fa- like best memories. That's of my so life. great! Like just everyone was absolutely dying. It's so funny because in my memory, I like see someone rolling down the aisle. <laughs> I 
just the expression, but it was like, <laughs> it really was this ecstatic experience. Wow. And everyone was so happy. And that's the most I've ever laughed in a movie theater. Never been mentioned since it came out. It I is crazy. Yeah. I recently was like, oof, gotta put this puppy on. And it's like, it's worth watching because it is so... Every scene is like one upping the other scene in the most insane way. It's just so... It's like... I should watch it. It's, uh, it's crazy. But that was a fun time. That's nice. What a lovely answer. Now listen, you've been a great guest. Thank you so much. However... When you were elderly and you were hanging out with your mom on the beach. Yeah. And, and we both were simultaneously killed by coconuts. under a tree and coconut fell on your head. And it didn't even crack open. What it did is crack open your fucking head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Yeah. You felt no pain. Yeah. Collapsed on the sand. But because your mum also at the same time hit by the same coconut, it bounced off here. So yeah. there was sadly a split second when yeah. she was still alive yeah. before you. But she turned to see what happened to you. It bounced Bam. off your head. Bang. Yeah. Her head split open. Yeah, yeah, great. You're both dead. You were on a private beach because by this time you were so successful you'd bought an island. Yeah. It was a very long time before I found your body. Mm. And the crabs had come from the sea, lobsters had eaten bits of you. Yeah. Coral had grown on you. Mm. You'd become a sort of feature. In a way, it was a shame there was no one there to see it. Gorgeous. And I picked up your body, which was now fucking massive. It was water bloated, coral, bits of sh- a ship had wrecked on it. You know what I mean? There was yes. a lot of you now. Yes. Chopped you up, did what I could, put you in the coffin. But the coffin I'd got had been the size of you when you were alive. And yeah. suddenly there was all this other shit. Stuffed you in the coffin best I could. I did my best. Yeah. Problem is, the coffin's absolutely rammed. It's rammed. There's no room in it. There's only enough room in the side to slide in one DVD take to the other side and on the other side every night it's movie night one night it's your movie night what film are you taking to show people on the other side Bambi fucking hell think we know the answer she's gone full circle and she's depressing her. listen well, to me you gotta end where you start she's in heaven people are going and a little girl in heaven goes what happened to Bambi's mother and then Bambi's mother trots in we're and goes we're Bambi's here, mom yeah? now yeah we're all this here. is what happens to Bambi's mom yeah she's right here oh, done very well is there anything you'd like to tell anyone to watch or look out for or come to? KateBerlant.com. I rarely update it due to my inability to understand how to update it. But when I do, it's updated. Um, Kate Berlant, Twitter, Instagram. I love you. Everyone listening. <laughs> Kate Berlant, you've been a wonderful guest. Thank you. This was Thank so fun. Adding a question. And I know. Time. I'll be listening in. And thank you, and good, good day night. to you. Good li- have a good show. Goodbye. Have fun at the movies, folks. <laughs> Keep watching. <laughs> Keep on watching them. Thank you. So that was episode 70. Get your tickets for the live show with Nish Kumar on December 19th at the BFI. Head over to patreon.com forward slash Brick Holstein for the extra 10 minutes of chat. Go to iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and write about the film that means the most to you and why. If you have a look, people have been doing it. Stories are amazing. Plus, it helps numbers, means more people can make it, more you can keep drinking craft beer. We can all be happy. Keep doing this forever and ever until we die. Thank you so much to Kate for doing the show and for being so great. Thanks to Scroobius Pip and the Distraction Pieces Network. Thanks to Buddy Peace for producing it. Thanks to ACAS for hosting it. To Adam Richardson for the graphics. Lisa Lydon for the photography. Come join me next week when my incredible, amazing special guest is Mr. Joe Cornish. In the meantime, have a lovely week and please be excellent to each other.
Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 